Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Together for Equality podcast, a podcast created to provide insights and sharing ideas on how to build a more inclusive and equal society, be better professionals, and build greater organizations. My name is Linur, and I'm a first year student at Catholica Lisbon. Hello, I am Qatar, and I am a year two student at Catholica Lisbon. In today's episode, we will be talking about inequality in school for a disabled person. And to talk with us about all of these, I am very excited to introduce to you Omaima. Okay. A very warm welcome to you, and thank you for being here with us today. Shall we start? So, um, to begin with, would you like to do a little introduction about yourself? Yeah, um, I'm Omaima. Um, I'm a student uh, in Amsterdam, FU Amsterdam, and I was an exchange student in, uh, yeah, in Montreal in, at the HSC Montreal. So, okay. and uh, I have a hearing loss. I would like to start a little ritual. At the end of each podcast episode, our guests ask a question related to equality to our next guest. In our last episode, we spoke to Anna about gender bias in natural language. The question she left for you is, in which way will you take responsibility to improve equality in your everyday life? Um, I think when I see uh, something happen to a person or whatever, and I see it's about uh, something what's special, like when yeah, someone's gender or someone's opinion or someone's mindset, that I will just say like, okay, this, the pers- uh, this is how the person is. And you are the person like how you are and you want to be accepted. So accept other people too. So that's how um how how i will talk like i will give it back when i see someone is uh hurting someone then i will tell them like you want to be heard or no and then the answer is no so don't hurt them too yeah i think so i think yeah in this way yeah i think it's standing up to others and like saying no this is not okay you have to respect other people too yeah, it's important to speak loud about a uh, subject like that. It's always good to make the first step, right? So I yeah. agree. I think that's the hardest one. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. definitely the most challenging part. So uh, now moving on a little bit more to our topic. Start with uh, how was it like growing up with your disability in school? Since I can remember something in my life, I have a hearing loss. So... I went to a special, yeah, in Holland, we have a special uh, school. We have a primary school and uh, yeah, we have school for special needs. Yeah, special needs kids. And I've been there for, so first year of my education, it was not, yeah, it was not hard for me because they got everything what I need in a school. But after that, I went to a normal school and you're in a class. There's not that much attention for you as before. And then, um, yeah, and then you need to figure out how to um, adapt your special needs in a normal way. It's It sounds very weird. It's also come out about my, yeah, hearing loss. Because people doesn't, they didn't know first. I told them later. Yeah, because I I was shy Your about colleagues it. Colleagues didn't know. Uh, no, my the students in the class not because I want to be normal as every student. 
yeah, I don't want I, to I, be I, inclusive. That that's what I uh, had the last years. Yeah, of my primary school, the last two years, and at my high school, I had a special moment when I introduced to my class about my hearing loss. Well, did so, it go well, or how did they yeah, react to it? Yeah, they react well, but some people i was very sensitive about it because you're a special kid with a hearing loss mm -hmm. and you have a hearing uh yeah you have a hearing aid and uh, you're a special ch special child and you see everyone without a hearing aid yeah hearing aid mm -hmm. it does yeah it costs mm -hmm. hearing aid and then um and then you have a hearing aid as the one person yeah as the only one person at high school and also the only one person at primary school and then you are there and then you feel like very unique and you don't want to be unique you want to be the one of the other people at school and uh, because of the fact that i was sensitive i was also bullied bullied how do you say that yeah bullied by some students yeah some high school students but they 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 uh, said sorry few years later so also because of this i was very easy to pick up for bull bullying and that has been tough for you then yeah yeah for now i'm happy that i uh i had this in my life because of the fact that i know that i don't want to be uh hurt yeah i don't want to hurt other people mm -hmm. and also about the fact that because of the yeah I know how the, how it feels to be hurt because of your hearing aid or whatever. Yeah, you can be a better person, I think. You pay more attention to others. Yeah. 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 And you understand people more when they are talking about bullying or the experience with hurting themselves or by other people. And then I'm like, okay, yeah, I can understand because I had the same with my hearing loss. Okay, so I'll be move on, moving on with this second question. So how would you do oral presentations and participate in the classroom? Um, yeah, my first language is Dutch. So for the uh, Dutch part, what I need to do is just um, prepare my text, literally prepare my text and then just practice. But for the English uh, thing, what I do is, yeah, now it's, same kind of same as I don't know how how I survived high school with my English <laughs> classes I don't know I, and I don't know anymore how I prepare it but I, yeah my English sentences was so horrible I mean your English now is great yeah yeah now it's okay <laughs> but it's a great improvement yeah yeah thank you but you don't know how thank you Canada <laughs> it's working hard for it but yeah. I think the start, yeah, when I studied with, uh, and when I started with my study at, uh, yeah, in Amsterdam, and uh, I could, I received books in English. Every text is in English. Scientific uh, articles, they are in English. They're, yeah, there are no, yeah, not that much as English. But you need to to prepare everything in English. You need to understand what's the, uh, what they are writing there in English. You cannot, and uh, you cannot translate every sentence to Dutch yeah. so yeah. what you need to do is okay just pay attention while reading the text mm -hmm. and when you read the text applied science after high school I went to applied science 
and then uh, there was a teacher and no oh. their pronunciation oh. and uh, be because I first the word life and live it were the same yeah for me everything was it's uh, similar was the same yeah but life is something when it's happening now and live is when someone is living yeah. but I live it does it does it, you know what I mean so that's the issue what I had so uh, after understanding the difference between the pronunciation in each word after that I did you feel like the teacher excluded you because of your hearing disability did you feel like it wasn't fair since you are like everyone else except your hearing in my high school no but at my um, university in Amsterdam um, what I had is that some teachers, not the directors, but some teachers, they want to teach everyone like in the same frame. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's one yeah. student which fits in one frame and other students, for them, it's kind of hard um, to get what they need. So, they're, yeah, that's the only issue. Yeah, that's... Um, the realization that the university where I study, they are inclusive. They want to be more diverse, but the actions of the teachers, of people who are working there, who are... They have a purpose and then the last person uh, in the whole process... They don't process, do it, yeah. They, Every, yeah. yeah. Uh, Everyone is like, yes, that's do it. And yeah. Then the last and then the teacher. Yeah, the teacher, they, they have some uh yeah something in their mind how they want to teach each class i, th I feel like that's a uh, general and stupid thing because like people it's not only people uh with a hearing disability it's like people with dyslexia are also pushed down <laughs> because of it like uh it's not it's not fair at all because and i but i actually think that people are becoming more and more aware of this problem um, stuff like this here not only hearing loss but also other things or when you can't walk and having a wheelchair um, those problems they don't talk a lot about this in university because of the fact yeah. that it doesn't it's um, there's the not a lot of, yeah it, it's there's not a lot of students with issues like this you know what I mean yeah yeah I think I I get your point and I also think that education plays an important role in this sense once my director he told me I can remember that yeah one of or in uh, Canada or in Amsterdam I don't know but there was a, uh, someone who told me this Maima you are our first student with this and I don't know how to yeah it, it's also a learning process for us yeah. We are learning from you. And then I'm like, that's okay. I mean, all of us, we are humans. We don't know yeah. everything. And At least um, they try to make the first step to want to learn and to improve yeah. their education system to include every single type of student. And I think that that is a very good thing. It's okay. But also in a hearing loss, there are also levels in that. So every student in each stage of hearing loss, they need something else. Okay. Mm -hmm. but so each when a... one has their own necessities. Yeah. Okay. And also a sign, how do you say that? Sign language? Yeah, sign language. I don't know how sign language works. No. No. But huh. normally, now, 
people with my hearing loss, they are, yeah, learning. They will, yeah, they learn. They are, they are learning uh, sign language. Do you plan to learn sign language? I don't know at the moment. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I actually watched some YouTube videos because I was curious about it. Me too. Yeah. I did the same. Yeah. But I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't I need. Either. I don't feel the need to do it. Yeah. And how about your daily life? Uh, how do you feel like your disability affects you? And when people calling me from behind. Oh. Yeah, that's oh, also. You're walking on the street and someone saying like, "Excuse me, you cannot, you cannot no. hear." Okay. It looks like I'm ignoring them, but I'm not ignoring <laughs> them. Have you and... ever had a bad experience in that that you accidentally? No. 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 Oh. Yeah. No. Okay. Because it's directly fixed, you know? And then, I, yeah, I was calling you. Oh, sorry, yeah, I didn't ignore you. So, and then <laughs> yeah. it's fixed. <laughs> no, but um, what I, also the thing what I had, the yeah, now COVID's almost over, but with the masks. Oh my oh. gosh. I always, I told people like, please be quiet. Don't talk to me. <laughs> when the mask is off, then we will talk. Oh my god! Like in the supermarket, you were buying something, and you were like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." No, I'm like, okay. Or I need to read, but I don't talk to when I'm when I was walking with my mom or something. I I don't listen. Like no, just yeah. took your mask off first, then I will talk to you. Yeah. So uh, you talked uh, about it before, uh, and actually that's. A part of the reason why you're here because you did Erasmus in yeah. Canada with actually the president of our club, Andrea. And I was wondering if you could talk a little bit uh, about your university experience in Canada and maybe compare it uh, to your experience in the Netherlands. Yeah. Um, what I, um, yeah, in Canada, when I came there, um, First thing what I need to do was to send a uh, yeah, proof of my hearing loss and everything. And when I arrived there and they were like, okay, what do you need? Like, I can tell them what I need. And then I told all, uh, every option. And also one of those options was a writing interpreter. And, um, but we came to a, yeah, we came to a solution that I, uh, that I was, uh, that, I got the permission that I can record every clause, but I need to sign a contract and everything, but I didn't do that. Um, but all, other thing is that I followed classes uh, through teams in the class. And then I'm, instead of checking uh, the teacher her mouth, I'm reading uh, the text in teams because you heard the, yeah, you, you yeah. hear it. How do you say that? You heard live. Yeah, and there was also a note taker, and the note taker who uh, who took every note of each class. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, they they got paid for a hundred dollars, uh, something <laughs> like that. And then which which yeah yeah, and so those options, like thinking with you about every solution. And I'm like, okay. And then in Holland, um, yeah, with COVID, everything was okay. Everything was recorded. But then um, we came out of this 
pandemic situation and then um yeah we can it was yeah it was uh, not this year but last semester um yeah what happened there was uh, literally like they didn't record classes and i need recordings i need i cannot follow classes in class in mm -hmm. yeah in a big room with more than 100 students yeah. i cannot follow the cl those classes because of the fact that the teacher is talking like he need to rush for the train you know what i mean yeah yeah so that's uh, that and in canada they didn't have that problem yeah i was able to follow uh, to read the classes and it was more interactive but in holland it's not like that it's one and a half hour talking 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 but uh did you have that taken into account when you chose where to go to erasmus like um what they no. provide or no 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 surprised yeah I, every university they i think every university has a special department uh, has a department for special needs mm -hmm. and yeah, that's the only thing what I, I need to contact, but I didn't um, know that there was not like a, uh, this, uh, a part of my decision, which university provide the best uh, help for special needs. Okay, but do you consider making a proposal to your university in your home country, which is Netherlands? Yeah. And since you had a better experience about um, towards that, in terms of that, in Canada. Yeah, I um, I'm planning to do that, but not now. When I will start with my university in Holland, uh, when I will start with my study again, I want to do that because of the fact that they can learn from this. It's not yeah. because they uh, they are handling. They can learn from it as that as that they I can learn from them. They can learn from me, and I know they will happy with this advice. Mm -hmm. So I will provide them, but not because of the fact that they are, yeah, it's, it's to, to help them to be more inclusive, to be more diverse, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not going to be for you because you're in your last year, aren't you? Yeah. For so me, it's for okay, but it's for the future, but I know, I, but I cried. I experienced, I have experienced uh, how it is to feel special, yeah. unique, mm -hmm. but you want to feel one. I don't want to have this for other students with this special need. And I know I need to speak about it. The problem will not be solved when I don't talk about it. Yeah, so I need true. to use my voice to, to help let the others. Other, yeah, to help other people, but also to let the uh, let the departments know, not only from my from my university, but also on their university. But it's a general problem in Holland mm -hmm. that there's a solution. So, yeah. Like to let them know that there's a solution. Like this is possible to do. Like, yeah, yeah. I I still need to write a text on LinkedIn. Also with this special need, what they uh, offered me. So. It, it, it's not just because I need attention. I don't need attention. I, I, I already got my help. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. for other people. It's, it's very important to use our voice to, uh, yes. to be more inclusive and yeah, 
to solve a lot of problems about inequality and inclusive and diversity. So that actually relates yeah, to our I first agree. question. Yeah, and that's why I'm doing. <laughs> I'm joining this. Uh, how do you say that podcast? It's yes. it's important. It is. It is. So we talked about uh, this before, um, and I found your point of view kind uh, quite amusing. So what were the differences between pandemic virtual classes and in-person classes? Do you believe like virtual is better? Yeah, the experience, I would say the physical classes way better because you, you are with other students. Yes. I love physical classes. <laughs> I love phys uh, physical classes. Once I didn't, this is a funny story, but it, it's, it happened. It really happens. But um i was not able to follow class physical uh, physically mm -hmm. but i had my exam and um and exam they those exams are physically in a room uh behind the computer with many other students and i was so happy to be there that was my <laughs> being being there in the exam room was During my the first pandemic. no no after the p pandemic okay. That was my first experience with so many students in one room. <laughs> and you were, I and enjoyed you were so my excited exam. about it. I, I, I can remember once I think I or I told them uh, with a mouth or through email, but I, I can remember like I enjoyed the exam. <laughs> <laughs> but it was yeah. But, but yeah. I, I understand. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> to after, be there. after the pandemic, being in a crowded room was like, yay. Yeah, but I was not able to follow classes. Uh, yeah, to follow the yeah. uh, the lectures, uh, which is in a big room, and then some uh, teachers they don't use a microphone. Like you oh. have a big room and you don't use a microphone. Where's the? I don't know. I, I don't get it. But the logic okay. is off. Yeah. Okay. But, so. Oh yeah. yeah. Continue. Sorry. Yeah, so, uh, but the, my, that be in an exam room was my first experience and really having classes physically, that's my first experience what I had at my, uh, yeah, at my guest university in Canada. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'll proceed to the next question now. Yeah. Did you feel like throughout your life you were given less opportunities without getting a chance to fight for it? Do you fear this might happen one day again when you find a job or when you start working? Um, about working, I, I, don't, I will go for a job which fits with my hearing loss and everything. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I'm not active like in uh, the entertainment presenter or uh, just before the camera. For me, everything is like behind the scenes. You know what I mean? So you yeah. want to do something so, backstage yeah, to make yourself feel more comfortable. Yeah. What's important for me is that my uh, colleagues, they will understand mm -hmm. that I have some special needs. Mm -hmm. We talk. Uh, yeah, they need to talk loudly sometimes or <laughs> in meetings, use a microphone. And um, yeah, I, I in sometimes in meetings, you are switching people who are taking the notes of the meeting. I cannot multitask, so I will never be able to take, take. notes. 
and listen. Okay. I cannot do that. So um, yeah, those things are. But I feel I feel like they will take that into account. Like yeah, I for from uh, from now in also in Holland they are very they are trying to be more inclusive. So mm. and I'm one of them in their inclusive team. What they need, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I do think... you expect do you expect like uh, work like the work world uh, in the future to have that more into account? Like uh, yeah, people... it, it's more not into account. It's more like they will understand that there are people with special needs. They don't need to expect like, oh, we will maybe expect uh, uh, people who's blind and then we will give uh, something special for the person that they will able to work. It's not like that. But when you are open to everything, then we will be open more to give you advice in it. When you are, uh, when you really want to be more inclusive as an organization. So it's in Holland, we say taking and giving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Giving and taking. Like, I will give you and I will take it. But I think in the end, it's like, it's a win-win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that's a, yeah, that's a, what I want to, uh, what I'm trying to say. It's a win-win oh. situation. Okay, okay. Yeah. We are now reaching the end of today's podcast episode. And before we say goodbye to you, we would like you to take a part in our ritual. So I'll ask you to give a question to our next podcast guest. How many people do you know um, with, a, with, a, yeah, with a hearing loss? I think that's a nice one. Well... Thank you so much for your time and valuable insights. It was a pleasure having you here with us today. Feel free to always reach us out uh, in our social media accounts. You'll find us under the name Equality in Business on LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram. Looking forward to talking to you uh, in two weeks.